Welcome back to Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Paul Bass, inviting you behind the scenes, behind the headlines of the stories of Make New Haven Tick. And Fairhaven is in the house. Fairhaven's making New Haven Tick because on Saturday, May 6th, it's going to be a busy day in Fairhaven for the whole city. It's Fairhaven Day, the annual Fairhaven Parade, and then a whole festival of music, arts, sports, food, etc., from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. at Fairhaven School. And we got four, five people in the studio who have been very active and helped make it happen this year. You can tell us all about it. Kiana Citron from Hunter for Progressive Action. Frank Redente, Fairhaven School and CTVIP, Violence Intervention Project. Eric Gonzalez, Grand Avenue Special Services District. And Yvette Oliveras from Mary Wade Home. Welcome, everyone. Thanks, Paul. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. So I gave, I gave the kind of overview, but what's going to be happening? What are people going to be coming and doing on Saturday, May 6th for the Fairhaven Day Parade and Festival? Who wants to start out telling us some of the stuff planned that day? Well, I can start first. So this and I'm going to ask you to get so close to the mic, you're almost touching it. Okay. So this is Yvette from the Mary Wade Home. I direct the Fairhaven Community Parade. So we're going to kick it off with the parade. It's gonna, we're gonna line up at Chatham Square Park in New Haven. Um, we're estimating maybe 800 participants. Wow, because when, when you first arrived that parade years ago, I used to go and it was like 30 people. No, not And they had a bunch of kids, some, and then it was sweet. And you always had the old folks at Mary Wade sitting outside and watching. Mary Hill's a senior facility, it's a wonderful community institution. And you also had people dressed, you always had someone dressed up as the Mary Wade from the 1800s. Still you still yeah. do that. Yeah, yes. that's fun. So she will be there. Um, participation in, um, consists of schools. We have so far 11 schools participating. 11 schools? Yes, 11 full schools um, with several bands. We have 18 organizations so far. We have wow. eight city agencies. We have um, some members of the Army. We have police cadets coming. We always have some politicians attend as well. So it's going to be a big event. It's always a big event. It's going to be exciting, fun. Um, and we are going to have the residents outside as well. We'll be marching by the Mary Wade home as well as a new facility, the Chatham. Mary Wade's been growing in, in recent years. It's really an anchor of that neighborhood. Yes, and Chatham yes. Square is within, within Fairhaven. It's one part of Fairhaven with Essential Green, a really lovely neighborhood. And I love the way that Mary Wade has really made a point of being part of the community. Yes, and with the new facility, the Chatham Place, we're going to have their residents sitting outside as well watching the parade. So it's going to be an exciting day. So the parade starts, and that's how we kind of brought things back. And does it end up at, at the school? Yes. Yeah, right in front of the school. Right in front of Fairhaven School. So what's going to happen there? Well, we'll have a, Mary Wade will have a, a presentation on the front steps of the school. And if you don't mind yeah. getting closer, Frank, so we can hear uh, you. Mary Wade will have a presentation on the front steps of the school at one thirty, yeah. And then uh, activities on the stage will take place. And there's a pretty long list of acts. So it's going to be music. There's music, and then we have uh, sports and activities on the left field of the school. The right I have side a feeling will, you'll be involved in those. That's going to be my arena. So what are you going to be doing in that arena, Frank? So for sports and activities, we have um, the City Angels will be coming to do a baseball clinic in one portion. Um, the New Haven Heat Basketball Club, of course, um, will be there in the gym all day doing free ba uh, basketball clinics for the kids. And the Extra Yard uh, football program, uh, Key Rome Lawrence, a good friend of mine, will be doing uh, football clinics. Uh, for young kids. Um, Skate Haven will be doing a uh, skateboard clinic. Wow. We will have New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation Bike Rodeo. 
uh, Bradley Street Bicycle Co-op uh, Bike Repair Clinic. Uh, New Haven Bike Month, we'll be doing a bike giveaway. Uh, Laurel City. You're going to be giving away bikes? Yes, sir. Yep. Oh, wow. The Laurel Come City Historical Society will be doing fencing. And wow. the Sport Academy run by Sean Reeves will be yep. also be doing chess. You also named some really great people like Sean Open Help and you yourself, Frank, who help kids with like little help, things to do. But it sounds like a great so Families will call me, you hear music, you march in a parade or watch a parade. You do all these sports from fencing to basketball and football. And there going to be vendors and people like that there or what's the... Yeah, so um, we have a mix of adult vendors and they're all from New Haven. Um, they either work, live, or learn in New Haven. So we also have some students. Um, so there's also going to be youth. Um, I have a couple of high school students. I have one selling sneakers. Others are selling jewelry. Some are selling like thrifted clothes. So there's going to be a variety of things. I have adults who like making their own hand soap. Um, again, like a lot of handmade jewelry, um, a lot of art pieces too. So a lot of artists are coming in and selling their pieces. So it's kind of like that. Fairhaven on parade and then on display. Mm-hmm. Sort of like everything that's wonderful a parade for Haven all in one place. Yeah. And I guess at County, you work at Hunter, which is of course the epicenter of social services and help for the immigrant community, which is the center of our immigrant Mm-hmm. Society in New Haven isn't Fairhaven. What role are they playing? What are we going to be seeing people from different nations, cultures? Food? Yeah, so there's going to be a lot, especially in the performances. It's not um, Fairhaven is known to be, you know, majority Hispanics, um, but we're also incorporating different. I know we have the Abisa music is coming. Um, Wait, what kind of music? Of, she's a South African singer. Oh wow! Yeah. So there's going to be um, different. Uh, there's going to be Puerto Rican like bomba. I know there's a. Um, a Peruvian dance going on. So there's going to be a lot of different things. Um, How fun. Yeah, there's going to be a Brazilian um, uh-huh, capoeira. capoeira. Uh-huh. So there's Has anyone a lot here of ever done the capoeira? Because I know I can never bend my body like that. <laughs> no, I can't. That's some capoeira amazing. days are behind me, Paul. <laughs> oh, you did it in the old days? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, so there's going to be a lot um, involved. And then um, there's also going to be a COVID vaccine clinic on Junta's site. Um, so there's going to be free health screenings and free vaccinations going on in the, during the whole event. Is there a rain date or are you going to do it if it's raining? It's not going to rain. It's going to oh, be it's not rain. Okay. okay. No rain date. And then Eric, you're with the special services district, which is the uh, merchants. What role uh, are the merchants going to play in this and what are the businesses going to do at this Fairhaven day? So we wanted to make sure that we included uh, the local merchants in the area first and have them, you know, who are selling food, have product and services also uh, focusing on, on Fairhaven, uh, which has a great commercial uh, district. It's about 130 um, business owners, uh, 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 or yeah, business owners, right on Grand Avenue. So, and are a lot of the businesses immigrant owned? Uh, majority, yes. Majority, yes. And a lot of people are coming in, um, and so we have different different type of food from different places. Uh, so we and, and so Grand Avenue Special Service District is a charter from New Haven to help serve that uh, population, the community, and those business owners to bring resources, help them out with um, uh, different different things like attending certain events like the, the Fairhaven Day Parade, as long as other resources they could need. And uh, Eric, what do you do at the district? So uh, as chair, so we organize and we're basically just bringing improvements primarily to Grand Avenue first, um, and from there, of course, spread it out all throughout Fairhaven. Right now, it is Grand Avenue Special Service District, but we like to think about it to encompass all Fairhaven, including mm-hmm. other major streets like Chapel, like Lombard, Ferry. Uh, so we get together and we try to bring, like I mentioned, resources, 
Um, we're looking at doing beautification for uh, Grand Avenue and Fairhaven, like lighting, uh, dealing with some of the issues that we're facing on the daily. As business owners, we we see what goes on on the avenue, and we're here to make an impact and a change. So right. this is the first beginning steps of that. That's right. We're talking about an event, but I think we're also talking about a neighborhood. Absolutely. Fairhaven's really a lively neighborhood, a lot of heart and soul, so much goes on it. Now, I remember when there was they brought back the parade, I think it was around 89, I remember Ben Delito was the mayor, and, and it was about 20 people marching, and it wasn't Mary Wade. It was sort of down Grand Avenue, and then it grew back. And we were talking before on the air, Frank, you, as a kid, you went to the Fairhaven Parade, and was there a Fairhaven Day, too? Fairhaven Day Parade, yeah. When we, was uh, that? Me and my friend Chucky Kalali used to, oh, God, I was four or five years old, so 78, 79, 80, around there. Um, me and my friend Chucky Kalali used to ride our battery-powered uh, chips motorcycles in that parade every year until they died. And then as we got older, we walked in that parade as members of the Dom Atrio Little League. Um, and then again, I remember it falling off, but I remember Mary Wade picking it up and, and doing do such a wonderful job And what do you remember when you were a kid on your battery-powered car going What do I remember street? about the neighborhood? Yeah, and about the parade and being in Fairhaven. How did you feel about the place? I don't think it, much has changed, Paul. It's still, it's still a place where, uh, you know, it's, it's always been a, a place where immigrants have come. Um, right. And uh, we learn to coexist. You know, I, I think it's a great place. It's why I've never left. And it's why I fight so hard for it. All right. And you talk about Mary Wade bringing it back. And, and, and around, um, uh, about around what year do you remember when Mary Wade started really ramping up the, the parade and making it a big thing again? 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah. We've been there almost every year at the Independent. We've seen that grow. Yeah. And why did that happen? I mean, Fairhaven, even though it's, God always had this immigrant community, kind of the same neighborhood's always been. Who's there has somewhat changed. Not everyone's Frank who's been here and his father and everybody for a long time. There are a lot of new people who come to, to Fairhaven. What was happening around 2008 and since then that this parade reflects? From what I recall, because I've been with Mary Wade almost 10 years, but I, what I was told was um, the residents of Mary Wade were limited to where they can go. Um, so we, um, the old senior property manager, they got together as a team at Mary Wade and decided, why don't we start a parade here that finished off, you know, in Grand Avenue and bring it to the residents and bring something special to them? Because I guess at one point they were part of that event, but not, they weren't able to now come out and go march in Grand Avenue. So they decided, let's start here and bring the parade to Mary Wade and bring all the residents out. And from there, it just grew. I think at Mary Wade, it started with 100, and we've reached almost 1,000. And then, I know we are talking about Fairhaven Day Parade and a day-long community festival that is, you don't have to be from Fairhaven. You can come hang out first for the parade starting, and then the festival itself for Fairhaven School. It's going to be quite a day. And uh, so the parade came back, and then when did it become this whole Fairhaven Day Festival for whole day? So, um, I got hired by CTVIP on August 1st. Uh, when I met with Leonard Jihad, Jumboy Outlaw, and Olivia Langley, they asked if I could get together some kind of a family festival uh, centered around the youth. And given my background in basketball, I think they expected it was going to be a basketball tournament. Sorry to disappoint you, Mr. Jihad. Um, but there is going to be basketball. Um, so, is this the first year it's a whole day-long festival? So... So what happened, I guess, I, I, I met Sarah Miller, and I approached Sarah with the idea Who's of the this older, small yeah. backyard family festival. 
Um, it was Sarah Miller's idea to loop in arts and ideas, approach Mary Wade and just about everybody else, and got all these fine people in a room together. <laughs> so, so that's where we got started. Day long festival celebrates all the culture of Fairhaven. But so has there never before been a whole day, Fairhaven Day that went with it like this? I was so young, Paul. I only remember the parade. You but know, I mean, like last year and the year before, we didn't have a whole day festival like this. I don't know. So remember. we're ramping up. Um, we're yeah, we we're going till six um, with the actual event. But then Ice the Beef is actually going to do a free performance of Romeo and Juliet in the historic auditorium at Fairhaven School afterwards. So we're we don't want to stop. <laughs> and <laughs> we want to be there all night. Be? So uh, what time is that going to be? That's we'll kick off at six thirty. Because, you know, that's an amazing auditorium. That's a great place to play. I, I don't know if it was vaudeville or what. I remember it was a hall that was used back in the day, like the early 1900s, for these performances. It's very grand. And then when they rebuilt the school, they kept that the same way. I'm so, lucky. I get to see it every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about, um, Keanu, what's going on at Hunter these days? What kind of work are you guys doing now that you're back in person since the yeah. pandemic? So um, we've been focusing a lot on crisis. Um, management is still case management. You know, we're still helping out, um, especially we're getting a lot of new arrivals again um, after COVID. Um, and we're kind of just helping them with public assistance and um, especially with everything going on with the new Husky expansion laws. Um, they've been getting a lot of questions, which and we've been focusing more since I've been there, um, which is about to be three years. Um, They've been focusing more on doing community events and kind of bringing the community together and having, you know, smaller events. Um, and so, like, for example, um, tomorrow, actually, we're going to have an event for um, we're going to have an immigration attorney come over and talk about the public assistance for new um, new arrivals and kind of like ask your questions. We're going to have CT students for a dream. there, also talking about um, kind of the new expansion laws and kind of. Um, whatever questions they have about it because we expected more people to apply and you know we were ready to like help them apply for you know medical insurance and they didn't even though you know it's such a big movement do you so think it's hard to get the word that. out to people especially the immigrant community is that's kind of your I job think, right? yeah um when we were helping out ct for a dream um with testimonials because they did have a day where they came and collected we had a great turnout but i think once it got down to actually applying um they were like okay but how, are, how is this going to affect my status in the future, you know, if I apply for my kid? Um, so those were kind of questions. Ooh, that, that is a good question, mm -hmm. isn't it? So what did you tell them? Yeah, so um, that's why we're going to have CT for a Dream there kind of to explain everything and the immigration attorney there. So it'll be a junta from one So I imagine four. it must be an interesting part of your job, Kiana, when you got to mm -hmm. figure out how you get something that sounds good right. to really make it happen on the right. ground. I guess Fred, you guys do that all in your, all your jobs every day. Like it sounds good. There's going to be a program. There's going to be money. There's going to be a... Something help for kids is going to be a community festival or improvements to Grand Avenue. But to actually get it over the line, you got to yeah. figure out. So with immigrants, you're finding out that sometimes they might not just go for the help you're giving them because they have to worry about their yeah, status. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, um, in a way like paranoia, um, which is completely understandable. Um, but Junta has become that resource hub. Kind of like even if we don't provide that service, we'll always find a way to bring that service to you. You know, like, oh, OK. We don't do that, but go here. We won't just, like, leave them without anything or without any help. So um, that's why we've been doing all of these different community events to get that information to them one way or another. So. And where are new arrivals coming from these days? Where, where are you seeing the newest um, Fairhaveners? We've gotten a lot from when I'm there. There's a lot of um, Ecuadorians 
Peruvians. Um, we've had a few from El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and were you from New Haven before you started working at Hunter? Yeah, I was born and raised in New Haven what part right of town? now. Right now I live in the hill, um, but I grew up in Fairhaven. Oh, you did. And what do you remember about growing up in Fairhaven? What do you think about the neighborhood? Always playing outside. Um, I lived actually right near Grand Ave. Um, and it, since it was walking distance to Junta, and uh, I was just always playing outside with friends. I remember always just making friends with any any kid in my neighborhood. Um, it was so easy back then, you know, like, oh, you like the you like Brad Stalls too? Okay, let's play, you know. And you came back so, to the neighborhood to for, to work. Yeah, and it's amazing. I I don't regret it. And uh, Eric, how long have you been um, in Fairhaven? <coughs> uh, so uh, I was born in uh, Santa Ana, California, but my family came in '98. My dad's first job was at Pesela's Bakery, and so oh. I knew Al and Pat and then and did, he, did, he, did he bring home the loaves? Because that's uh, good. Yeah. That's good yeah, bread. And then yeah, and he would also take me uh, sometimes on co- a couple of weekends and be like, "You're gonna learn how to what it is to work." And so you know, on a weekend, he would bring me up. And and uh, Fairhaven for me is. And what would you do when you went to Pesela's? How old were you, and what kind of work oh, did you do? I was about ten years old. They just had me uh, putting the bread inside the bag and zipping up, and that, that was it. Um, I got paid $100 for it. What happened with that $100? Spent it with my friends uh, <laughs> in, the, in the morning time. 8 o'clock will come on the on summertime. I was out the door knocking on my friend's uh, door and asking the parents, you know, can so-and-so come out and play? And we'll go to each house. And like Kiana says, being outside on the bikes, um, going to uh, East Rock and uh, anywhere really on our What bikes. street did you grow up on? I grew up on Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Fillmore, uh, and I went to the old uh, family academy mm-hmm. before it was. Uh, well, it was fame. Columbus School then. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and what was that like? Did you like Columbus School? Oh yeah, yeah. We had great teachers there. People really cared. Uh, they had events, and in, the, in that parkland, they also used to have a uh, a truck. They used to come out and do uh, uh, puppet shows, and they used to give out snacks. I remember that, um, and they would have songs, music, and it was chips, and and it was great. It was wonderful. So when I hear you and Kiana, I hear a love for the neighborhood and Frank. I mean, you, you really yeah. are happy that you grew up there and you still live there? Uh, so I, I live um, by Chapel West now. Mm-hmm. But my mom still has a home in Fairhaven, so I'm still very much involved, especially on Grand Avenue with the uh, Grand Avenue Special Service. Yeah, District. and you're back there helping the businesses, the the, the new Apicellas get going, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and Yvette, uh, did you grow up in Fairhaven? Are you from here a while? No, um, I'm a New Yorker. Okay. So... Born and raised there. I've been in Connecticut about 20 years, and we, I live in Meredith. Mm-hmm. So I like it. <laughs> and, and what about you, Frank? You grew up in Fairhaven. Your father's from Fairhaven. What, Still here. And what, what, what's your favorite things to do in the neighborhood? My favorite things to do in the neighborhood? I don't know, Paul. I'm always working. So um, no, I just, I just love Fairhaven. I love the people. Um, I love the connections I've made. Um, especially love the school where I work. You know, Grand Avenue is a, is a different place, you know. Um, when I say Grand Avenue, I mean Fairhaven School, you know, um, so you get to know those kids. You won't know what I mean. Well, it's important about your roots here because VIP is an important project. They've said nationally that one of the best ways to not have street violence and have young people get hurt is to have violence intervention. People who are trusted by young people who might get in trouble, who they can trust and you can work out problems before they get worse are you finding you're able to do that have there Absolutely. been instances can you think of tell me a story about a way you were able to use uh, trust I with the kids to 
head off trouble. I think in one of your articles, um, in one of your print articles, Sarah Miller said that she thought she knew everybody until she walked the streets with me. And, you know, it's not a me thing, really. And, you know, Eric was just talking about his father and the things he learned from his father. I mean, the things we learned from our fathers. I never thought in a million years I would end up in this line of work. Working in a school, yeah, but um, doing the kind of meaningful work that my dad did, I never thought I would get there. And, and I'm, you know, um, I'm humbled to be around the kind of people that I'm working with. You know, anybody who knows me and knows um, how I've worked for 28 years is I don't like to be in the forefront of anything. I'm a team player. I don't, uh, I'm a firm believer that you don't get anything done by yourself, and you have to lean on people. And that's why I love Fairhaven, because it is that type of community. We get things done. Um, nothing frustrates me more than when people say, oh, you live in Fairhaven? Um, we're going to show people the good parts of Fairhaven, you know, um, there's more than just a festival going on here. Um, there's going to be a wealth of information for uh, and resources for the community. Um, you know, working in youth service, I'm always hearing from parents and, you know, even sometimes from educators, well, we've got to find something for this kid to do this summer. Well, there is going to be almost 100 different agencies there. Um, some of those sports agencies people won't know about unless they go out there and they really get to know those those guys that are out and there presenting. Outlaws listening. Thanks for listening and posting. He says, I grew up in Fairhaven. It's a little different now, but I love Fairhaven. Who was that? Uh, William Boy Outlaw. JB. Your buddy. Yeah. Your, your colleague. Can you think of a day in your job where you, something happened, not naming people's names or anything, where you said, oh, this is, I was able to do this because I know this place. I know the people and we made a difference today. Um, I think every day um, I work with two um, nine-year-olds um, that are the sons of murder victims, mm -hmm. recent murder victims in the last, one recent in the last year and one within the last maybe five years. That's rough. Um, and um, that's why I get up and go to work every day. And what do you do with them? Do you check in on them extra? And You know, I'm just, I'm just a resource when they need me for whatever they need me for. You know, sometimes they need me to be loving and caring and sometimes they need me to be firm. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to think that I build trust with the kids so that, you know, um, I think that's the only way you can get anywhere with them. Yeah. If they don't trust you, they don't care about what you know. And Kiana, you know? can you tell me about a day at work where something happened where you said, this is why I do it. This is how I make a difference. Um, yeah. it definitely had to be when, um, I was doing an internship with care. Um, and care, and they the community alliance for research and engagement. Yeah, yep. they look look at stuff like how much <laughs> hunger, food insecurity yep. there is in neighborhoods. Yep. Yeah. So um, I was doing a future New Haven Health Leaders um, internship with them uh, last year, and for my community project, uh, we had to do like a community event based on a health um, insecurity. And I chose nutrition, and I collaborated with Junta since I was already working there. And you know, again, they were doing community events anyway, so I was like, why not? coordinate my own here um and i was we were giving out free groceries and having like resource and info tables on like how you can eat healthier and how to make those healthier decisions um especially with low-income families who you know they only have snap i feel like oftentimes it's easier to go to the cheaper stuff because you know it'll last longer and um you know even though it's unhealthy you know it's i'm thinking about the the cost that is not a dilemma really the, right mm -hmm. so we've kind of had we had um fairhaven uh, health clinic there. Um, we had uh, Cornell. Sorry, we had Cornell Scott okay. there. 
um and they had their like wick and just different resource tables um from their from their um health center and then um i gave out free groceries um and they had healthy foods in them so we gave out there was like big things of chicken in them we had like um uh what was it else there was like a couple of fruits vegetables so just yeah the cafe of the center stuff. has a, a program for older folks to keep them mm-hmm. if they have diabetes or in danger yep. everybody's actually grow the food there the new haven farm yeah. and they share recipes mm-hmm. it's, it's just a nice thing and i'd also like before i go to eric and if that give you a chance to talk about a day on the job you could think of that where you said this is why i'm here this is why i do it this is why i like to be in fair haven well my part um i'm also the property manager for the my way home so i do manage um some of their outside properties, which are for 55 and over. I'm going to get a little closer to the mic there, sir. Um, so I'm the property manager for Mary Wade as well, and I manage their 55 and over um, portion. Um, I like to, you know, my day is seeing smiles on other residents, um, bringing opportunity for the 55 and over, um, and affordable 55 and over, um, keeping the area safe. Um, we have cameras everywhere. For me, it's like, you know, bringing some peace, some joy to our residents, to our new 55 and over community, and making the community safer for them. You know, mm-hmm. something something different. We really cleaned it up a lot. Um, we beautified a lot of the area. You have, yeah. We have. Um, and we've brought change in that, in that manner in Fairhaven, which is a big deal because people want to feel safer. And yeah. for us, it's... The older generation and that eric, they can feel safe let me let eric point in before we claim out here can you think of a day when you were at your work and you said this is what the reason i do it here's how i make a difference uh well <clears throat> one is um i don't i don't really see it as work it's, it's a privilege for me to, to 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 be humbled with the opportunity to to serve my community and it started before the grand avenue special district of the new commissioners which are uh, 11 new commissioners all brand new started was when I was passing out the flyers for our new upcoming elections, which we had recently. Um, and I kept getting all the feedback. And these are uh, business owners that uh, grew up, uh, that I grew up knowing. Uh, cut my hair, gave, uh, bought my groceries, um, and and a lot of uh, the business owners were telling me, "Eric, we need someone. We need someone." And I always uh, told myself, if I "Ever have the opportunity to use my." bilingual skills and what I know about New Haven to to, to bring back I'll do it and and uh, I prayed about it and uh, the Lord opened up the doors and you know uh, that's how I knew uh, that what I was doing was was, was with a, with a purpose so. well, it sounds like you're all doing great work in the neighborhood great stuff happening and we're reminding people that Saturday May 6th 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. is gonna be Fairhaven parade and now a blowout neighborhood festival for the whole day does anyone want to give me the 15 second elevator pitch about why everyone should go down and there's also a full list of events and the calendar of the day on fairhavenday.org thanks to <coughs> kiana Ooh, way to go kiana you. you want to do a 10 second uh elevator pitch why should people come down there's going to be lots of food entertainment you get to know fairhaven residents culture um and just all the diversity there's that was gonna be perfect. So many it's going to be a beautiful day. Yes. And free bus passes at the Fairhaven. And free bus passes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. On the website, you can go down and check out day four. Fairhaven Library will be passing out free bus passes. And we, and we actually confirmed, I, I believe I got the confirmation today for the food trucks, Paul. Uh, All right. We have um, Mamoons, Tatas, 
Michelinas, Helado, and Taqueria. And they're all confirmed. All right. So <laughs> come eat. So come eat, come hang out, come play, come march, come watch mm-hmm. Fairhaven Day. Thank you, Kiana Cintron, Frank Redente, Eric Gonzalez, Yvette Olivares for joining us on Dateline New Haven. Best of luck with the <laughs> event. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Harry Joe's behind the controls. We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Feel to Be Free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day, all night, and all weekend long on WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. <laughs>